following is a message from Living Waters Church in Elk River, Minnesota. For more information, visit livingwatersmn.org. Just with the remainder of our time, I want to kind of close out our, um, our series on being rooted and I feel like I can, we'll see if I can MacGyver this into tying into our, uh, our really wanting to make a place and a community for kids and families that need support. But um, just in review, we kind of started that whole series with the verse in Jeremiah chapter 17, uh, verse 7. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when the heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding fruit. And this really was, I believe, a word of the Lord for us as a body and for the body of Christ, even going into like the year 2020. This was a word of the Lord to us that we are blessed when we lean into fully trusting in the Lord. And the piece that we were really looking at um, over this last month was the intentionality of spreading our roots towards the river, of spreading our roots, going deeper and drawing more and more from the river of life that God gives us. And so that's what we've been pressing into. We know from John chapter 15 that um, that God intends for us to bear fruit, to bear good fruit, to bear a lot of fruit, and to bear fruit that remains. And, and so we talked about how do we do that, and right just a couple verses later, he talks about abiding in me and, and being hidden in me, remaining in my love. And so we've, we've talked about that that to bear the fruit that we're meant to bear as the body of Christ in our individual lives and as the body of Christ as a whole, that we need to be rooted in the, re- the, the presence of God and who he is. We need to be rooted in his love so that all of our fruit can come from that place of love. This morning, even as Casey talks about the needs and we see these kids, what needs to be stirred up in us is the love of God for them. Not, yeah, I should probably do that. But what is getting stirred up in us is the love of God, so that as we go after that together as a, as a community, or if you go after that in your family, that the fruit of that is coming from the place of love. That you would look at that and say, yes, these kids need a place to belong. Yes, these moms and dads need someone to come around them and support them so their family can stay intact, and I'm willing to stand in the gap with them and get in the mess a little bit and, and to help see reconciliation and restoration of a family because of love. And so we want to make sure that the fruit we're producing is coming from that place because otherwise it's not good fruit and it's not going to be fruit that remains. We saw in Ephesians 3 that he reminded us to be rooted and grounded in love and then talked later about so that we could grow up into the fullness of, of Christ. That, that there's something, not only are we meant to bear fruit, but we're meant to be growing. 
And so our measure of our health as a tree is not are we perfect in our fruit, it's are we growing in our fruit. And so we want to continue to be growing in that. I want to just um, close now with a verse out of Isaiah. This is a, a founding verse for us here at Living Waters. It's Isaiah 61, and this is, this is the, the prophecy of who Jesus is, but it's also what we get to participate in with him as ambassadors of him, as those who are continuing his mission on the earth. But this is who Jesus is. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent you to introduce people to the one who can heal their broken hearts. To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified, or some verses say that his glory may be displayed as fruit. This is the universal sign for fruit, apparently. <laughs> this has been this entire month. This has been fruit and this has been roots. I don't know. Um, but this is, this is who Jesus is. This is who he's been to us. How many of you have seen him turn your beauty to ashes, your ashes to beauty? How many have, of you have seen him comfort you in mourning? He's healed your brokenheartedness, not just at the beginning of salvation, but daily. This is who he is to me. That, though, that these places that my life have, have been broken down and in despair, then what he did for me is he caused me to be planted and called an oak of righteousness. The word there, the oak of righteousness, that, that word is, yes, referring to a tree, but the word for that tree is a Hebrew word for strength. That he's taken weakness and he's created strength. So those that have been desolated, that have been broken down, that have been broken hearted, now they are the oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. And he, he's being glorified. His, his glory is being displayed in their life. And then here's what they're doing. They shall rebuild the old ruins. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the ruined cities the desolations of many generations. So this is what God's done for this, or for us. And this is what we can invite other people into. This is what we can invite other people into. Those families that have been needing to be rebuilt, that have become ruined cities, that have for generations have brokenness in their lives. When we did foster care, we did foster care in Princeton several years ago. The Lord just totally changed my heart. 
because I realized most of the parents of the kids that were in foster care had been in foster care. That there were generations of families of dysfunction. And that with, with someone coming around them and introducing them to the one who could heal the brokenhearted, the one that could make in them an oak of righteousness, they could have rebuilt that which was torn down. So we want to invite people into that. We want to invite people into that in a lot of different ways. Some of us, will, it will look like inviting someone into our home and becoming soil that they can be planted in. We talked last week about the three important soils for fruit, the presence of God, the word of God, and family, community. How many trees are sitting out there with their roots in, in soil that cannot produce fruit? <laughs> but we can invite them into that soil. We can invite them into that place, into a place of community, into the presence of God in our lives and introduce them to how they can be connected to that. So not only are you the oaks of righteousness who are called to rebuild the old ruins, raise up former desolations, repair ruined cities, and restore the desolations of many generations, we're called to invite other people into that same thing where we see kids and families in brokenness, God sees oaks of righteousness. They just need a place to be planted. They just need to be connected to the, the river, the living water. How convenient. <laughs> Amen? So, so we, can, we can say this is a key verse for us. I love what Casey said about that. We have core values. We, we have things that we go after. We're a house of hope and healing. We want to be intentional about being a house of hope and healing for kids and families in crisis. And we want to continue to step into that hope and healing in our own lives. But we're maturing into a place where we can begin to see other oaks of righteousness raised up alongside us. So let's pray. I bet you guys are so excited that this is my notes today. <laughs> it's not going to happen very often, so don't get used to it. Uh, Lord, we thank you for your abundant goodness. We thank you for the ways that you have taken us from brokenness to wholeness. We thank you for the places that you have released us from captivity. We thank you for the ways that you've restored us, where you have changed our ashes to beauty. God, we want that for more people. We want to be... Uh, inviting people to be planted where we're planted so that they can bear fruit, so they can become the oaks of righteousness as well. So Lord, we pray that you'd speak to each one of us about what that looks like for us, what it looks like to become an agent of this declaration of Jesus, 
that we're anointed to preach good tidings to the poor. We're anointed to bring good news to those who have been rejected or abandoned or, or uh, they've had the enemy stealing and killing and destroying in their life, and we get to bring the good news that there is restoration, that there is an answer. We thank you that you are the solution to every problem we face. And we just lean into that. We ask you to speak to each one of us about what that looks like for us, how we can be praying into this whole area of kids and families that need support and stability. Some of them need a home. Some of them need a soft place to land while you work in their families. We just ask that you'd show us how we can lean into that in supporting those who are hosting or maybe hosting ourselves. We thank you, Lord, that you are planting more oaks of righteousness, that it's the broken ones that get to raise up the former desolations. Thank you that you've done that in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. To learn more about us, please visit livingwatersmn.org.